0: Thank joined by my partner in crime Mr. Adam Howell. You know it. Ask that everyone gives us a follow on uh, Twitter at 3MB Podcast. That is the number three letters MB Podcast. You can email the show at 3manbooth at outlook.com. Follow Adam on Twitter at Adam Howell 3MB and follow me on Twitter at HunterLM. Uh, this week will be a little different episode, not much, not many shows to review, uh, nothing big happened this week other than uh, obviously G1, which we'll try to get to, otherwise that may be punted. Uh, might do a one-off show on that, just depending on how long we go here. So lots of news to review, and I think the first one and biggest one we need to start off with is AEW's TV date is oh, yeah. confirmed. It will debut on October 2nd, which is a Wednesday, will run 8 to 10 p.m., uh, and and Wednesdays will be their their date and slot for the foreseeable future. Uh, TNT has already announced that they're canceling the NBA Players Only show that would normally um, appear on Wednesdays. Uh, so the only thing that'll be interesting to see is once the NBA playoffs roll around.
1: Yeah, because uh, they play. well, That's a more frequent when. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and that'll. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see if they shift any of those to TBS. I was reading a rumor that they were just talking about if they get the playoff spots that they would just do the West
1: Coast games, so they could end AEW and then just jump into the ten o'clock basketball games.
0: And, uh, I mean, that, that's fair thought. So you know, lots yeah. of food for thought on there. Uh, uh, so what are your thoughts on that? Uh, you know, it's kind of been speculated, but now it's official.
1: Yeah, the Wednesdays is an interesting thing because you got NXT, and there's rumor that NXT is going to FS1 supposedly. Rumor and innuendo, but. It's hard to deep into that, but I don't think it's going to be a problem. I think AEW is going to dominate Wednesdays. I think NXT is great the way they are. I think they should just don't even change it. Don't change anything about NXT, please. Right. Don't make it more Hollywood, like Raw and SmackDown. Like Raw, what's SmackDown going to Fox? Oh, make a huge thing out of it. No. Tell Fox no and leave NXT where it's at. Have you heard the name, what they want to call this AEW show? I hate
0: it, though. Uh, Wednesday night dynamite. Yeah, I yeah, that's they, awful. <laughs> like that's the best you guys could do. <laughs> like, come on. I don't know. I mean, they they allegedly had trademarked Tuesday night dynamite just in case. Trademarked Wednesday night dynamite just in case. Why dynamite? What is that? I don't know. I, I think <laughs> it, I, if I read right, I think it's just something that Dusty liked as a TV name. So of course, Cody, you know, gonna gonna, gonna pay respect to his father
1: in Yeah, it? I mean, I, I respect that. It's just like that's not good, but. Well, the TNT must have signed
0: off on it, so they must like it too. Yeah, so we'll see there. Uh, so I think you hit on a few things there. I'm going to be real curious to see what happens with NXT. Yeah. Um, do they keep it taped? Do they keep it one hour? or gonna go two. Do we really go Wrestling Wars 2019 and do NXT live from full sale uh, every single uh, week?
1: Could NXT like
0: go head-to-head if they went two hours and like beat them? If they keep it on the network, no. I think if they keep it on the network, they're going to get trained. If they go to FS1? If they go to FS1, I think that'll be real entertaining. How many
1: people actually have that, though? Is that like an extra thing you have to get? Like one of those extended cable packages? There's a lot of people... I don't even know if I have FS1. I'd have to look...
0: It's... Their, their reach is not nearly as effective as ESPN. Obviously, ESPN is in whatever. hundred. I feel like
1: every basic home has TNT. Like basic cable right. package has TNT. Right. That's smart than them for signing with them. You right. Know? So yeah, I agree. It's going to be interesting to see the least. So yeah, they who head to head. That's a war for sure. Yes. I think Vince and Paul are up for it though you know they're gonna say screw these guys oh I,
0: I think i think uh you know cool uncle paul is up for it in a big big way so tonight
1: what i didn't like though i hated the rumor too uh, i keep reading rumors freaking dave Meltzer, that if, if they go on mainstream tv they're gonna have more superstars go to nxt i don't want that i don't want that at all i don't want to see Randy orton on NXT or something like, you know? If like, you keep
0: it the wrestling show, and I think you're going to have to because... AEW's going to be a wrestling show? Right. I, I, I have no problem with it. Like, I love seeing Tyler Breeze back down in NXT. Apollo is cool.
1: Like, that's fine. But right. the guys who need that push, like, they sent Zack Ryder down back a couple years ago
0: with right. Mojo, which is kind of, eh. But, like, still. But, you know, to, you know... <laughs> but, in, in fairness, you know, um, Zack Ryder got his groove back down in NXT. Yep. got, you know... Got to be in front of people more and often. Tyler Breeze is
1: having his best matches now.
0: Right. So I I have no problem with that. You know, they're, they're trying to establish NXT as a third brand. They, You know, they've, they've said they're try, trying to establish a third brand. They are, and they're doing well with it.
1: NXT can hold its own with anybody. <laughs> <You Right>.
0: know, <laughs> So I, I have no problem with that. Um, if they send them down there just to be the wrestling show still, Mm-hmm. If they turn it into one of that raw, I don't want to see it. Right, I, I want to see NXT. I just want to see wrestling. that's yeah. why we love the takeover shows because it's just wrestling. Not much backstage stuff, not mm. much of anything. It's and go go go. Always good, good mm-hmm. stuff. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, it'll be curious to see, uh, you know, what the response is. You know, we already know that uh, that Friday SmackDown is doing their live debut, and as you said, there's. Not, not even any rumors or innuendo. It's flat out stated it's fact that they are trying to get Hollywood stars to show up to make them feel like the big time and make AEW feel like some sort of shindy.
1: I think that's why they gave Bischoff smackdown because he had, it back to like who he brought into WCW all those years, like Rodman, Leno, Carl Malone. <laughs> like, So if you want that Hollywood aspect of that, make it almost like a movie bischoff's the guy for that which we'll see
0: uh so um so i'm looking forward to that i think uh wednesdays is a great slot for him you know oh and, yeah and uh have no problem you know streaming nxt right as soon as aew mm-hmm. ends so uh yeah. I'm, I'm okay with that unless they do move nxt live um some aew adjacent news uh you know we're, we're both seem to be big fans of riho uh riho left guitarra uh Gato move pro wrestling and has now signed exclusively in oh, yeah. quotes with <laughs> stardom and AEW. Uh, so I, I think that's a good move. That's a, it's a great move for stardom. Uh, stardom has some great star power as it is, oh, yeah. but if you're adding Riho, I think that helps. And I, I, you know, I think we both have been on record saying any of the matches that Riho done so far in AEW have just been,
1: they've been the best women's matches for sure.
0: Really good. Um, Quite
1: enjoyable stuff. Because so. she's a worker. like she is, She's yeah. a silly character, but she's incredible right. in the ring. I love the giddiness in her. You know? She's That's
0: great. So I, I think I'm looking forward to that, and I, it definitely benefits both uh, companies. So I'll be curious to see if she, on non-stardom and AEW weekends, oh, I need to go back on AEW for a second, um, if she does any indie shows in the U.S. or, or what she does there. Um Along the lines of AEW, I, I totally forgot to leave this note, but um, Brandy Rhodes had stated that uh, AEW at this point is probably only going to do just TV and their big pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. Uh, Meltzer has since come out, and since you know, Meltzer is their paid chill said that that's not entirely true, but they're probably going to do the shows on Wednesdays, and there will be Saturday house shows, for lack of a better term. Um so the, the they're going to have roughly a hundred dates a year, and, and that's, that's fine. That's going to cap it out, and they're going to rotate the people who do you know the the quote unquote house show loop. So, are the Jerichos
1: and the Moxleys and the Omegas going to do the house shows? Is the real question? We'll see,
0: that that'll be the fun you thing. Is like you know it, it sounds like they are going to rotate the talent, yeah. uh, so you don't burn anyone out. So if you can keep the guys to you know under. Seventy five, eighty matches a year, so you so you don't burn them out, and that leaves them, you know, weekends for them to do their independent games yeah. that they want to do. I'm also like
1: we talk about, I'm Pentagon. It's always booked on the weekends everywhere. So right. yeah, um,
0: keeping. So let's keep on the AEW theme real real quick. I you know pointed out to you that John Moxley, um, the weekend of August sixteenth, seventeenth, eighteenth, you know, which literally days after he finishes the G one. Uh, going to be doing some shows for Northeast Wrestling uh, he's going to be wrestling <laughs> Pentagon on Friday uh, that's going to be sweet Kaz XL on Saturday and <sighs> Sammy Callahan on Sunday god that's going to be uh, hardcore I want to say it's in, like New York New Jersey and Pennsylvania so it's not like you know he's doing the cross-country flights like Pentagon but still um, some I hope he washed his cast Moxley's just, moxies, really just becoming a madman and um, making that money yeah, you know, can't knock the hustle, never knock no. the hustle. Uh, continuing on some AEW-adjacent news, of course, after we recorded last week, it breaks that CM Punk will be appearing at StarCast 3. <laughs> and, of course, anytime his name is mentioned in association with any sort of wrestling, loads of speculation that this is leading to a comeback. And uh, in an interview today that was uh, ESPN released uh, where CM Punk was interviewed by Mark Raymond Raymondi, Ramondi. Um he discussed anything, and the headline is perfect. Uh, you know, he discusses everything in wrestling, everything in his future, but wrestling. Um, went on record as stating that he currently has no relationship with AEW. He knows he's going to get loads of questions about AEW, and he knows he's going to get loads of questions about WWE.
1: Uh, Post never going back to WWE. That's never
0: going to happen. I don't think Punk's going back to wrestling. I've been on it, you know, once he was gone for a year and then wanted to do the MMA thing. That, to me, told me that he was done with wrestling and in...
1: LaFayne and me want CM Punk to come back, but not to WWE.
0: Yeah, no, no. And and five years later, he still has shown no indication.
1: I respect him for Lee. Like, he was the first guy like, hey, I don't like this. I'm leaving. (laughs) Mox did the same thing. Punk did a little
0: bit more like, fuck you guys, but... (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> right, but the, I mean those are the two closest comparisons, and, yeah. and I did make the note that Punk was 35 when he left, mm-hmm. and Moxley is only 33, so not as much wear and tear on Punk's body. And Punk's made so much money, he doesn't have to come back. Right. like he's made some chunk. changes being the UFC. He's made money. Right,
1: and these, I, like I think we talked about before. I think the first media question has to be. What are you doing? What do you want to do? You know. Well, he went on,
0: like, he, in the interview, he's talked about that. You know, he talked about doing commentary for CFFC, how he's having fun doing that. Uh, how he's, you know, trying to do, you know, he's got some he's movies lined move, up. Yeah, did a movie with AJ. Right. Um, so he's got a lot on his plate that's absolutely not wrestling related. And, you know, at this point, more power to him.
1: I was a, b I'm a big punk fan, always will oh, be. Oh, Absolutely I, even uh, back from his like IWA days with Hero, like right. Punk's the one of the best pure wrestlers in the world when he's on, you know, and mm-hmm. like granted he's off five years, but I guarantee you he comes back and the place goes nuts. If he closes mm-hmm. out all out just for somehow, some way, that mm-hmm. place may riot. <laughs> like uh, <laughs> Chicago, why not? And he's the one that says, You're welcome to Chris Jericho. He wants to thank you. There it is. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> but I think you might be right. He's probably just staying. He's enjoying the retired life, too. UFC right. didn't work out, but he still got his paychecks. <laughs> right. Uh,
0: and one of the key quotes that stuck out to me, uh, you know, uh, Mark had asked him the question, you know, you know you're going to get the wrestling questions of are you going to wrestle again? And Punk's quote was, I get it. But there's also a weird thing, and I don't know. It's just across entertainment as a whole. But I'm not that dude that sat on a stage in Vegas eight years ago. I'm not the dude that left the WWE. I'm not that guy. That was five years ago, Phil. I'm a different dude now. Could what? he be playing all of them? Could he just be working us? He's had five years to work us, and 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 has to a certain point. Mm-hmm. But he's like never said I'm coming back to wrestling, and he's he never would, really teased it. Right, either. and one of the sides thing in
1: Wisconsin, right. But, but he
0: he'd also said like. You know, kind of for for Ace Steel for his buddies, like he would just show up in a mask and wrestle and no one would know and Yeah. Like there's come out reports now that he's actually done it more than once that we know about. Yeah.
1: So apparently there's video proof too out there.
0: And I'm uh, one of the things that struck me was the line that, you know, that was a that was five years ago, Phil. And the interview that he did with Colt Cabana, he had stated how much he hated people calling him Phil. Mm-hmm. So I, I just that really struck to me that he's referring to himself as Phil now. So CM Punk is done, figuratively dead, and he's just Phil Brooks. If
1: AEW was there five years ago, what do you went when he had just left WWE? I don't think he could have because of contract stuff. Right? But uh, you think he would have had more of an
0: itch to go? Depending on how long his contract would have been. Um, you know we had talked about when when moxley you know gave his notice and i had pretty much written moxley off i Mm -hmm. thought moxley was done like i i thought that dude just needed he's burned out right but now look at (laughs) right so he you know he left and it just fired out of the gates wrestling appearance wrestling appearance you know wanting to be in g1 new japan aew like
1: I mean, double nothing else. The one thing you talk about is Moxley right. closing it out. You
0: know? and uh, I guess what I found interesting, you know, to kind of keep the comparisons going. It to me, it seems like John Moxley loves wrestling, where CM Punk loves the character work, as opposed he to it's a
1: comic book. You know, right? It's like he, he likes life. doing.
0: You know he likes doing the, the you know the character building that if, isn't in ring. If you watch
1: that DVD, Punk did before he left, the uh, Best in the World DVD. He does a full like two hour just about mm-hmm. him. I think Punk did love pro wrestling. I think WWE literally ruined oh, it for abso- him. They absolutely did, yes. Because he talks about you know growing up with his you know really rough upbringing and how he, him and Cabana and those guys just wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. He started wrestling, God, when he was like what eighteen, nineteen, <laughs> like you know. <laughs> And I think w- like they ruined, almost ruined it for Moxley in that Jericho podcast. He said I was close to just getting
0: an RV with my wife and saying, "Let's go, babe." Like right. you know, so which for me is totally what I thought he was going to do. Mm-hmm. I, I I thought he was just happy riding his mountain bikes around Vegas and <laughs> would have just yeah been that guy and because <laughs> he said oh, I love what he said too
1: about me and my wife a house. I bought my mom a house. Right. I'm good. Right. The money now is just right. money. <laughs> like,
0: right. <laughs> uh, and, and since you mentioned him, uh, Colt Cabana is also going to be at StarCast 3. <laughs> but which, uh, so today it came out that he is uh, asked to have his appearance move from Saturday to Friday. Him and, and the Punk are not getting along yeah, so Yeah. I, they I, sue each other uh colt has sued punk uh, for something about the legal fees or something uh, punk had apparently given him you know his word that he would pay colt's legal fees and you know for as much as colt has done for the industry he obviously doesn't have the money that he's still an MC worker yeah right so um you know if someone says you're going to pay your legal fees for you because i was on your show and i was the one dropping bombs like absolutely see where colt's coming from and because that case went on for a long time, that first right, bl- the lawsuit. Um, it's a lot uh, expensive. Allegedly, the number was around five hundred thousand dollars, and it cost Colt to defend himself. Wow. Um, so, like I say, don't need to be a smart man to figure out why he wants to move his appearance. And uh, yeah. I, I, I don't see. They may any not.
1: They may legally not be, be able to be around each other too. That could be part of it too. It could Wonder be. where a steel fits into all that. You know, <laughs> like. <laughs> I. I mean, the you know, Second City Saints are back together, just, and they all hate each other.
0: Be a friend to both guys, and you know, just uh, don't talk bad about the other. And I know, guess. It's sad mm-hmm.
1: to hear about Cabana's pod being done too. He, he did a really good job.
0: Yeah, and and there's just a lot of wrestling fans that just won't truly understand the impact that Colt Cabana had on wrestling. And, I mean, it, it's I think it's pretty safe to say independent wrestling would not be where it is oh, if it wasn't for Colt. He Band. made it
1: like, hey, I can live comfortably off this, you know. And, mm-hmm. God, WWE made him Scotty Goldman or whatever he was, mm-hmm. like, Jesus, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know. And he left, he got released, hey, best thing that ever happened to me. I mm-hmm. got released.
0: Yep, and so now, you know, now the mantle of being the indie workhorse is up to David Starr, and he's doing an awesome job at it. Joey, or Joey Ryan as well, mm-hmm. being the indie guy. Uh, so I kind of think that's it for AEW and AEW-related news. Uh, we move over to WWE. Um, the only two things of note that I saw happen this week, uh, Braun Strowman has signed a four-year extension to his contract. Herd were worth double the what he originally signed for.
1: <laughs> they're keeping
0: everybody happy. Right, they're going to do whatever they can to... Like, they signed and-
1: Mike and Maria to double. How many times have they on TV the past year? To even barely
0: barely on two hundred five. You know, uh, well, they've been on 205. like Mike Mike Canella slash Mike Bennett. I, I still I liked
1: him, Mike Bennett in Ring of All. Great Mike Bennett. Like but oh, well,
0: no the, the promo he did last week with Drake.
1: But um, honestly, before that, before this new deal, he the, was barely on TV. Right,
0: um, yeah. two hundred five. Mike Canellis is better than Raw or SmackDown. Mike mm-hmm. Um stuff with him and Drake are good. Yeah, and they're just I mean, they're just emasculating them on TV. It's like, oh hey, we're gonna sign you and give you all this money and we're gonna make you a running joke. And
1: we're gonna have your wife yell at you every week.
0: Right. And and call you not yeah. a man. Put <laughs> be his front and center on TV every right. week and, and make and point and laugh at it. Yeah.
1: Um, What's the end game with that one? I wonder where that goes.
0: <laughs> there's nowhere it can go. You stand up to your pregnant wife, you're a douche. Yeah. You just Stand there and take it. We watch your wife abuse you for months. months. In a way. <laughs> like, right. like, God, pick, what are you doing? <laughs> um, and some news that broke this morning. Jimmy Uso slash Jonathan Fatu. His third DUI since 2011. You're his going break Kurt Angle's record. Sixth arrest <laughs> in the last ten years. Oh, my God. Um, which, which I find fascinating that, you know, Vince McMahon, you know, when he was talking about the XFL coming back is like,
1: no criminals. In no the, criminals
0: in the XFL, yeah. and and not to say that Jonathan Fatu slash Jimmy Uso is a criminal. But think he's, think he's, he's been has arrested, a Job at the end of this. I don't know how, but every time that he's been popped with a DUI, WWE's responses is, is that the one that's
1: married to Naomi. Yes, where's that F is she in all this? Well, dude, get an Uber. Yeah, like you you, you make Uso's make good merch money, right? And a Anything. You're not. Call right. They'll get you a ride.
0: Right. Like, <laughs> um, so I just I don't understand it at all how he's going to continue to be employed. Or they're going to make him go to rehab. No, they're not. They just their, their response is, and it's been the same each time anybody's got arrested for a DUI, is, you know, Jonathan Fatu is responsible for his own actions. Until the time when he's drunk and, you know, gets behind the wheel and kills somebody.
1: And then... There goes that title match at SummerSlam, huh? <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, where where is the... Like, the WWE needs to be responsible in some sort of fashion to just tell the guy, slow down, send him to rehab. You know, they, they pay for, you know... They pay X, Scott Haas 12 times. Right. Ex-performers to go through rehab. How about you get your current performers through rehab and, and you know...
1: The only current on. I remember they offered to pay for, they offered to pay for Angles years ago. Right. And he said no, and that's why he left and went to PNA or whatever. Right. But... Six? Like that, that's insane! Like, yeah. God, um, you can only get so many chances in life. Like, you're just trying to ruin it at that
0: point. Yeah. Uh, Raw reunion obviously happened this week. I thought, for the most part, uh, I thought everything really worked really well. I don't think they made you know jokes out of anybody other you know other than the people we kind of expected it to. You know, I don't think they. Yeah, they joked about and poked fun at uh, the 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 OC, the original club, the only club that matters. Um, but they didn't embarrass anybody like they did Heath Slater back in the day, you know, for the 25th anniversary or 20th anniversary. They or, could have
1: ruined that. They could have had the, the they could have had all those teams just squash on the OC. But I think that would have right. killed it. If right, and the, and they didn't. Yeah. Like, you know, they did
0: that to the age. revival on Raw 1000 and and,
1: and Raw 25. Was it Raw 25 that got squashed and then they got beat up by DX? Was it 25 or 1,000? Yeah. Was it, was it was the one the 25th uh, anniversary? Yeah, you're yeah. right.
0: Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. Not, nothing along those lines. Um, I, I, you know, it was, they, they they, didn't force the legends down our throats in, in matches where they didn't belong. Uh, I thought, you know, compared to some of the things they've done in the past, I thought everything was really good.
1: Um, yeah, no. The Bray Wyatt thing stood out to me the most with Mick Foley, for sure. Yes,
0: um, that was you know granted that wasn't on Raw, that was on SmackDown the following day, but um, or no, wait, that wasn't, I wasn't Raw. Raw. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. man, no, it's good. all running together. You know, you yeah. watch five hours of TV right. and it just blends together. Um, and he
1: gave him his unmanable cloth, but that was solid and, uh, what too. What
0: I and one thing I appreciated um, on Twitter on Wednesday, uh, Bray sends a. He's like, hey, Mick Foley, I'm sorry, but most importantly, thank you. Um, and, and kudos to Mick for, you know, not, you know, he didn't take a bump, but he was the guy willing to go out there and put over current-slash-future talent, which to me has sadly been lacking in, in any of these reunion shows or special shows. He's always beating up the young talent. Right. Um, you, know, uh, you know, to go back to F- CM Punk, you know, his talk, his thing was always like, okay, I'm going to lose to this part timer. What happens to me after that? And
1: right. That was the whole thing. On back to the Bump. again. The whole thing about leaving was he didn't want to put over Triple H. At that time, I wouldn't probably, either. No. He wasn't full time. He don't blame him at all. He didn't want to have right. a WrestleMania match with him. Cool. Don't. <laughs>
0: right. Um, so but
1: the Bray thing. I love the Bray Wyatt stuff. I love it. I think it's mm-hmm. the best stuff in years. I don't like the name. That's the only yeah. – I love the gimmick, love the mask, love the outfit, love the Mr. Rogers first and then become the <laughs> Fiend. I just don't like the name. The name is what's not catching up. Yeah, no. Know?
0: We're going we're gonna to get the Fiend versus the Demon at some
1: Especially point. hearing Michael
0: Cole say it. The Fiend! The Fiend! It's like, oh my god, man, shut no. up. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's a WWE trope, though. You're not going to be able to get off without hearing the big dog Roman Reigns every 30 seconds. The phenom, the Undertake. Right. It's
1: just – Oh, I think it's gonna be the demon at Summerslam. I think it's gonna be the demon.
0: No, or I think th- when he comes back from his break, maybe. Yes, I, th- I think we're gonna get you know squash at Summerslam, which it probably should borderline be. squash, right? Exactly, it should be. Um, you know, give Finn his time off, have him come back at Survivor Series, that you know, and, and do the Demon versus the Fiend. Then, um, if you're do you already, like the name, I I'm not opposed to it yet. I have to see how it's out, how it lays out in you know do we have just like there's the demon and there's finn do we have bray and then do we have the fiend i think you have to keep it two separate things two separate things i do too but like that promo on
1: smackdown where he was like um bray wyatt does not accept your challenge but the fiend now that's something so it's like you got to keep that up in my opinion but don't let it blur together like they ruined finn balor when SummerSlam. god how many years three years ago when they were like, the demon's parents are in the audience for when he won the universe right. title. It's like, why are you doing that? You're ruining that, right there. And there.
0: Uh, so announced, of course, as soon as we, you know, we're done recording uh, this Saturday on the WWE network. you are going to do it. Looks like a uh, special show from Nashville called Smackville. Uh, going <laughs> to see a triple threat match between Kofi, Joe, and Dolph. Uh, Going to see a triple threat match between Bayley, Bliss, and Charlotte. Ugh. And uh, the only other one announced so far on that show is Shinsuke Nakamura and Finn Balor. Um, all for this. This is what I, you know, I wanted on the network. You know, you don't have to show the full show. Just show those three matches. Put them in and on an hour, hour and a half, whatever. And, and I think that's perfect. Um, speaking of the WWE Network, they uh, release an update. Uh, I know if you have an Apple device, there's new. Um, New network app. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, going to improve some search functions. Uh, fast forward, rewind. Um, apparently, just a lot of the stuff that we have. You know, we the fans have asked for. Um, I know I want a better search feature, so I haven't had a chance to check it out yet. It was just released today. You're excited about Smackville? <sighs> what else are we going to watch on a Saturday night at nine o'clock?
1: I don't 2001 WCW. I don't care.
0: <laughs> My God, we've seen these matches already. Do something. Yeah, but you know it's live wrestling, so I, I can't. It's I, Bailey. Move on. Uh, yeah, can't knock it, but um, sticking with the network uh, once again. Two hundred five live becoming the show. I you know I, I just need to do a ten minute podcast on two hundred five live every week. <laughs> uh, it was m- good main event this week: Isaiah Swerve Scott, the former Shane Strickland slash Killshot. Uh, Drew oh, Gulak. Such a good kill shot. God, that was awesome. Once again, Drew Gulak is just proving to be one of the best in-ring performers the WWE has. Just goes out there and puts on quality match after quality match, and you're never disappointed after it's done. Uh, since we're recording a day later than we normally do, we get to get an NXT this week. Uh, Damian Priest, the former Punishment Martinez, and Keith Lee. Uh, just another another good match. I uh, won't give any spoilers out in case anyone hasn't had a chance to watch it yet.
1: Uh, definitely... Both big, solid workers. Yep. Punishment's great. I'm sorry, Damian, now, it's, he's always been good. So Keith Lee, he, he held his own on the indies for a long time.
0: Yep, so no complaints there. Um, both matches, uh, definitely worth watching. Again, won't spoil the results. Uh, but uh, back to 205 Live, there was a great um, Drake Maverick uh, promo. Discussing uh, his interaction with Mike Kanellis the previous week. So next week on 205 in a unsanctioned match, uh, Drake Maverick versus Mike Kanellis.
1: First time uh, Mavericks wrestled in a while. I was going to
0: say. So for, I, 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 don't, I can't even tell you the last time as Spud he wrestled. I think he tweeted out it's been like two and a half years since he's wrestled anything. Goodness. So... Um, I don't know. Interesting to see what we get there. Um, I think
1: it's going to Canales, but I
0: could be wrong. Oh yeah, because I mean they're going to need a match for SummerSlam, and, and there's to me as right now there's no one, right yeah, now. there's no one else ready for it. And um, if Drew Gulak can drag a good match out of Mike Canales, Drew Gulak is your WWE wrestler of the year. Uh, you
1: don't you don't like him as an in-ring performer, Canales. You just like him as Mike Bennett. He's he's. I like the Kingdom. I mean, he right, like the kingdom. I like
0: the Kingdom and and. Yeah. When he was the was the prodigy, who was, yeah. But to me, he's 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 Cody, it's just that guy that's yeah. in the middle of the show. Right. He's yeah. he's a guy who's just going to give you a, a three star match, and there's nothing wrong with a three star match in the middle of the show. But if you're going to send that's, Mike- that's
1: his cap, is what you're saying. That's what he's going to cap that out. Yeah. It,
0: Mike Canellis is not the guy I want to put out on a pre show to try to fire the crowd up.
1: No. That's what you put in, like, the like, uh, go to the restroom match in the
0: second or third match of the right. car. And so, like, I just, I see Mike Canellis right now, and I'll, I.
1: I hated this. I just hated this whole gimmick you did with when they when they first debuted. This whole love is, like, God, it's, yeah. it was awful. And
0: you could just tell, like, it was one of those things that they just, it appears that they just had no plan.
1: Like, you assigned them just because, and then, like, right. right,
0: it was. At that point, it was to keep him you know away from Ring of Honor, and now it's they're signing people to keep him away from AEW. Well, he had a
1: stop at Impact, where he was the freaking miracle, and that was just as bad. So, right. I don't know. He's just... I yeah, he, Cody's a good comparison, I guess.
0: Yeah, but he's, he's just going to put on a match. And, yeah. And there's just... To me, there's, there's nothing... Nothing special about him. Like no. if, if
1: he doesn't have that, the what is that, the it factor or whatever. Right.
0: Like you know, um, you know, speaking of the kingdom, like Matt Taven, Matt Taven can go out and he will put on a very good to great match. He's got a of hell of a promo, right? An entertaining promo. He's great on the mic. He's not just uh, I <laughs> Mike Kanellis to me is just a guy. He's he's a jag, and I and I don't want to use that term, but he's just a guy. And, you know, kudos to him. You know, he's obviously established a great career and made a great career out of it, but just, he's not a guy I'm going to pay to go see. Right. Uh, quickly, just try to move through G1 uh, to avoid, you know, trying to go too long. Uh, had a few shows over the course of the last few days uh, last Thursday, Friday, Saturday, all a triple shot in Kurlikan Hall. And then uh, on Wednesday morning, uh, a show in Hiroshima. Um, main events in each show were really outstanding. Uh, Kota Ibushi and Will Ospreay just mm-hmm. in a fantastic match. Um, Kota gets the win, got his first win of the tournament. Um no, I mean, every, you know, Evil Sonata was okay. Yeah. And Ta- Tanahashi got off the schneid, got his first win by beating Zack Saber Jr.
1: And not like that, I went back and watched like highlights of these shows. None of them were bad.
0: No, a um, couple
1: looked good, but there are a lot of great right. on these shows.
0: You, right. know? you know the, um, you know, one of the other podcasts I listened to or used to listen to talked about a notebook match, it's, and it's a match that you're just you're like, man, I need to write that one down so I remember to tell people about it. Uh, Ibushi versus Osprey definitely falls under that as a notebook match. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna want to tell your friends to watch that match. Uh, Friday morning, uh, another, another one for the notebook. Uh, John Moxley and Tomohiro Ishii. <laughs> just, they, were made, they were made for
1: each other. <laughs> oh, and
0: it was, it was. You know, I, I had said on last week's show that you know I need to see something out of Moxley because other than that Juice match I haven't really seen a whole lot out of them and boy oh boy you got it did they deliver um you know uh, Meltzer this was the first match Meltzer gave five stars out of this year's G1 uh don't think I'd go there just yet um I'd give it a four I went four and a half I I thought you know it definitely matched that. you know at the end of the G1 is going to be one of the top ten matches of the G1 this year and you're going to say you need to watch this match um and to me, the first five-star match was on Saturday as Kazucho Okada and Will Ospreay just tore it down. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, my first five-star match of the of, of the series or of, of this year's G1. And, of course, Meltzer ruins that rating by giving it a 5.75, you know, a few days later. Um, but um, a few other good matches on there. Um, Kotobushi, Sonata, just pants down, handsome man fight and... Uh, just, again, another very good match.
1: Ibushi's have a, he's had a solid run here so far.
0: Yeah, Kota Ibushi is... There, there's three guys right now for me in New Japan that are wrestler of the year worthy. And it's Will Ospreay, it's Shingo Takagi, and it's Kota Ibushi. And it, it's crazy to say right now that Kazuchika Okada just goes out there and does four-star match after four-star match, but he's not even in the, running right now for wrestler of the year. No. Um... And then uh, on Wednesday, uh, your buddy Juice Robinson took out Toriano to move to six points and uh, take over second place by himself in, in B-Block. Why? Because is Juice, is, Juice cool. is awesome. And I know I know you don't want to admit it, but Juice is awesome. As uh, long as we do
1: this, I will never admit that to you. <laughs> uh, if so, we ever interview him, you're doing the talking. Uh, that's fine. You uh, you other results of up.
0: notes, uh, Moxley... Uh, Beat Shingo Takagi and just another... Are they going to give Moxley this thing? No. Um, John Moxley is going to lose the next... He's going to lose... He's got five matches left. He's going to lose three of them. You think so? Yes. He's going to lose on, on on Sunday. He's going to lose tonight. We thought he was going to lose before these matches and he hasn't lost yet.
1: Right? Has he lost yet?
0: No. no. Um, the only one I thought he could lose would have been to, um, uh, to, to Ishii, depending on what New Japan wanted to do there. Yeah. But um, he's going to lose to Naito because I don't think there's any way on earth that New Japan has the United States Champion beat the Intercontinental Champion, right? In Nagoya, it's just not happening. Yeah. Um, so I see him losing that match there. He's going to lose to to, to my guy Jay White, and he's that's
1: going to be crazy.
0: And he's definitely going to lose to Juice to set up a, a U.S. title rematch.
1: No, he's not.
0: Yes, he will. No. Um, so current standings in A Block on eight points is Kenta and Kazuchika Okada, and it just so happens that Saturday morning, the main event of the show in Nagoya is Kenta versus Okada. So we will have that's going to be oh, that more than a five star. It has to be. I we'll see. Kenta has been you know much more deliberate. He's not been uh, I don't want to say high speed Kenta, but um, his matches just haven't been nearly as 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 fast as they used to be they're just more violent now and i have absolutely no problem with that uh, on four points you have Kotobushi, lance archer hiroshi tanahashi and evil and on two points you have sonata will osprey zack saber jr and bad luck fallay uh, b block uh, undefeated so far eight and, or four points or four wins eight and eight points john moxley uh, on six points, Juice Robinson, whose only loss was to Jeff Cobb, which makes no sense, but <laughs> that's just a points balancing match, and I, and I just have to take it as that. On four points, it's Chi, Tetsuya Naito, Tomohiro Ishii, Shingo Takagi, and Toriano. and on two points, Hiroki Goto, Jay White, and Jeff Cobb. So I, you know, the 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 rebuild of Hiroki Goto lasted one show. Uh, as he beat Jay White and has lost everything since then, um, Jay White next gets Shingo Tagagi on Sunday morning, uh, which I think could be just a, a banger of a match. And looking forward to that. Um, just real quick, uh, trying to figure out other matches that stand out. Uh, you know, it's Saturday morning, Ibushi Archer, Osprey Fale, Zack Saber Jr. versus Evil Tanahashi Sonata. It's not a bad card. And Kenta Okada as your main. Uh, Sunday morning, Goto Yano. I think Goto finally gets back a win there. Uh, Tomohiro Ishii versus Juice, Tai Chi versus Jeff Cobb, Jay White Takagi, and uh, Naito Moxley. We talked about that one as mm-hmm. I think that's going to be um, John's <laughs> first 1st G1 loss this year. And then uh, before recording in, Tuesday morning, uh, we're going to have Kotobushi Falle. Osprey versus X Saber Junior, which I think could potentially steal the show there. That one should be all kinds of fun. Um, depending on who loses, uh, the the Kenta Okada match. You know, we're gonna have Okada versus Archer. Does Okada lose there and get you know gets back on the winning track over, over Archer? Or does Kenta lose and then gets his you know back on track with a win over Sonata? That's the
1: thing with G one you just don't know. It could go so many ways. <laughs> yeah, especially that's, this. That's, far that's why window. I don't do the
0: pick'ems every year that you know uh, people participate yeah. in because I go three and two, four and one, four and one is a good night. I, I think so far out of all eight nights, I've only gotten one night where I went five and zero. Oh. Um, I've had one night where it's been four and one, and a whole lot of three and two. So it's it's uh
1: yeah,
0: it's hard to pick yeah that's why we don't and, pick them on here very often either. no um and then uh, on tuesday morning uh, the main event is uh, Harris vs. evil um it's really good there and yeah, i see what happens out of that mm-hmm. and i think that's going to do it for us unless you got anything else adam nope bailey still sucks but that's it all right once again everyone gives a follow on twitter uh 3mb podcast the number 3mb podcast Uh, Email us at 3manbooth at Outlook.com. Follow Adam on Twitter at AdamHow3MB. And follow me on Twitter at HunterLM. Please like, rate, review. Give us five stars and just tell us we're rookie shit, and that's fine. Uh, Just uh, get us some visibility, please, and uh, we will talk to you next week.